more evangelists, more pastors, more apostles, more preachers. In the name of Jesus, we pray that Lord, let, Lord, let this word that is coming come with life. Breathe fresh anointing upon our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm teaching you tonight on causes of offenses. Somebody say causes of offenses. Are you ready? Now, I think we already began with what offenses are. We talked about a lot of things about offenses. So, if you don't, if you've not yet heard that message, you should go and hear, go and download the podcast and listen to that message. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, I'm teaching on what? Causes of what? Offenses. Somebody say causes. Now, when we say a cause, what is a cause? If we say something is a cause, a cause of something, what does it mean? When we say a cause, what is the meaning of the word of cause? A cause. Cause. A cause. When we say a cause, what do you understand by the word a cause? It means something that brings something into being, okay? Are you with me? So, our room is painted. Who painted it? The people who painted it are the cause. Do you understand? So, when we are talking about causes of offenses, we are talking about the things that lead to offenses or the things that brings about offenses. Are you with me? Yes. Now, the first cause of offense, offenses is ignorance. Ignorance causes people to be offended. Ignorance. Luke 17 verse 1. Ignorance. Ignorance. Ignorance causes people to be offended. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, It is impossible but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. Are you with me? Jesus is saying that you can never say offenses won't come. Are you with me? Jesus said you can never live with someone and say that you won't be offended by the person. Are you with me? Jesus is saying, you can't live with someone and not be offended. Even God offends us. Are you with me? <laughs> yeah. There are some times you pray to God, you tell him, Lord, I want you to open doors for me. By the end of this month, I should get married. Before you realize, it's, you are celebrating one year anniversary of that prayer. One year anniversary of what? That prayer. And God didn't answer it last year. You can get offended. Are you with me? So, he's saying, offenses will come. Some of these offenses will come. And this is why I'm showing that the first cause of offense is ignorance. People, the, the, people get offended because they are ignorant. Are you with me? They are ignorant that offenses can come. <laughs> are you with me? They are offended that what? Offenses can what? Can come. You know there are people that... Uh, they feel like, I don't understand why Edgar should be the one to do this. Somebody like Edgar. How can Edgar do this to me? Jesus is saying it is impossible to say that Edgar can offend you. I wait. I listen to what I'm saying. I listen to what I'm saying. But ignorance on the side of the offender and also ignorance on the side of the offendee. <laughs> the offender and the offendee. Okay? The one who is offended leads to ignorance, it leads to offenses. Are you with me? Ignorance. Somebody say ignorance. Yeah. Let's look at John chapter 3, James 3 verse 2. 
James 3 verse 2. What does it say? For in many things we offend all. Do you see it there? For in many things, what do we do? We offend all. For in many things we offend all. Even this my dark shades I'm wearing may offend somebody. Do you understand? <laughs> it may offend somebody. Someone can come to this church and come and say, hey, have you seen these young, young guys? Look at how they dress to church. They don't even respect God. Have you seen that? Do you understand? Yeah. So, Paul is saying, James is saying that there are lots of things we do. Many we do many things and we offend all kinds of people. You will offend your parents. Your parents will offend you. You offend your pastor. Your pastor will offend you. I listen to what I'm saying. I listen to what I'm saying. Yes. And without that understanding that it is impossible to live a life void of offenses, you will fall into bitterness because of offenses. You will make deadly decisions because of offenses. And I want you to understand that the people we love the most, the people that are closer to us, are the people that easily offend us. I follow what I'm saying? So, if you are ignorant, you will fall into many offenses. I, 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 you, I can't live with people and say that these people shouldn't offend me. They will. Are, are you with me? Just that. The decision I've made is that they will offend me, but I won't make decisions out of it. Do you understand? So I won't say because they offended me, me to I'll do something to them. <laughs> I hear. I feel what I'm saying. Yeah. Oi. Or does this also offend you, Tegu? <laughs> Yesterday, I, I came, I think I arrived, arrived on Tuesday or so. And I was chatting with Lady V. And Lady V said, eh? Oh, you went, you didn't buy anything. You didn't, I said, I won't buy anything. <laughs> I told her, oh, well, you didn't buy anything. Hey, you went to the room now. You came and you didn't even bring one bullfruit or something. I said, I won't. I said, there's nothing that I want to buy that I can't buy it any day. Me, I don't do those things. If I want to buy something, I can buy it any day. I don't need to travel and then when I'm coming back. If not, the time is coming. Every time I travel, you'll be expecting me to buy and bring. And if I don't buy and bring, someone is going to be offended. <laughs> I use me, so I said, I won't. If I want, I'll buy. But it won't happen that if I travel and I'm coming, you expect that I'm buying something and I'm bringing. No, I won't buy. I'm just coming with myself. Then Madame was quiet. I said, I won't do it. That's why we can buy anything at any time. It's not like we can just grab and say, today let's go and buy this thing. And we just go and buy. You understand? Usually the ones you didn't buy when you are traveling and coming, they are not good. Yes! Yeah, you know... Oh, <laughs> Who did not want any? <laughs> yes! Um, charger. Yes! This. Yes! Bobo fruit. Yes! Donut. The donut has been there for seven days. <laughs> no one is buying. <laughs> you eat it and, and you go to the toilet for seven days. Hallelujah. Yeah, so you will get offended by your loved ones. Okay? And the offense will become a poison when you are ignorant. 
It will become a poison when you are what? Ignorant. Now sometimes you'll be expecting me to, you know, you can call me sometimes and say, you know what? Prophet, me watch me pa me here five hundred cities. And at that time, someone comes on, comes here, catch him, say, I can just say, me so me watch me pa me here fifty cities. But you got air time to call me on time, <laughs> and you may get offended because you feel like, eh, we are even doing projects. Are you saying that you don't have money to give? Yes, I don't have money to give. I listen to what I'm saying. I don't have money to give. So, what's the first reason why people get offended? What's the first reason? Ignorance. Ignorance. <laughs> Are you with me? Now, let's go to the second reason why people get offended. People get offended because of pride. Pride. Another reason why people get offended easily is pride. Okay. Now our societies have a very bad definition of pride. Okay. In our generation, pride is termed as confidence. When someone is confident, they say, oh, he's proud. <laughs> Do you see that? Yeah. When someone is confident, they say he's proud. If he dresses in a certain way, they say, oh, he's a proud guy. Look at his, his boots. Do you see that? Look at how he holds the microphone. He's proud. But, 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 but that is not what pride is. Okay? And Reverend Solomon said, we call confident people proud people. And then they call people who are timid. And people who are shy. As humble. I, mean, I don't like timid people around me. Not at all. I listen to me. I don't like timid people around me. They try to. If you say, will you eat? Oh, me, I won't eat. Will you drink there? Oh, I don't want anything. Me. If you ask me, I'll eat. I'll drink. Unless I don't want. Are you with me? Yes. For instance, if somebody takes you out on a treat, okay, just measure the person. You know, there are some people, if you say you buy, you get this, they can't pay. Are you with me? But don't say, I want Coke. Well, you know that you can say, I want a cocktail. You have removed the tail there. You want only the coke. Why do you want the coke? I don't want the tail. One is five cities. Another is 50 cities. Now, the kind of drink you take also tells your mindset. Oh. I listen to me. Somebody takes you to a, 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 a shop to buy shirts. You say, oh, medium. I'm me how. Wakacha sobehano. Are you with me? Has he said that if you choose a suit, he can pay? If you don't have money, can you take somebody out for shopping? Choose what you think. Yes, at least you can know that this person, at least within this frame, the person can afford. Don't go and be timid. It's, 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 timidity is rather proof of pride. Hey, are you surprised? Timidity eh, is a proof of pride. Eh? I said what? Yeah. If you want to know proud people, they are timid. You watch them. The slightest of an instance, you will see a certain burst of anger and the kind of ways they will use against you. Hey! You stupid man! You are a fool! You are... This is the same person who was doing... Oh, oh Reverend. Oh, Papa. Oh, we, when I see something is doing... I'm, a, I'm shy to talk to you. Those people, they are very proud. Eh? And people who are shy, they are proud. 
They are overtly shy. Overtly. Say overtly. <laughs> they are too shy of everything and everyone. They are proud. Okay? And then people who have inferiority complex. People who have inferiority complex. They don't have a certain sense of value for their own lives. They are proud. They are suffering from pride. And if you study people like that for a while, you see their behavior. Okay? Yes. They don't see anything much about themselves. They don't value themselves that much. Those people, they easily get offended. Now, pride, write this down. Pride is when you think yourself to be something you are not. When you see yourself to be something that you are not. Okay? <clears throat> Why you think yourself to be what? Something that you are not. Okay? And you will always find people that will always want to see themselves big in a certain way. See, they, they, they are certain. Do you know who I am? Do you know the kind of person I work with? Do you know the kind of people I work with? Hey, those kind of people, they are proud. Somebody said they are proud. Galatians says three. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Obadiah 1.3 The pride of your heart has deceived you. Okay? Now, Pride is in two divisions. When you, you see yourself better than others, okay? Or when you overestimate your self-importance. I mean, pride is first when you see yourself, you are like, you are better than everyone. And then when you underestimate yourself below others, it's also pride. Let me explain. When you see yourself better than everyone, you are proud, Okay? Sometimes it could, it could be that you are not. You are not proud. Sometimes. Especially if you are facing glass. If you see yourself that you are facing glass, you are facing glass. You are not proud. Uh, not that type. <laughs> and then again, when you deliberately underestimate yourself below others, it's a sign of pride. For instance, it's called, self, it's called false humility. False humility is when I go to a meeting, okay? And I introduce myself as Reverend, and they want to give me a front seat. And I say, Oh, don't worry, I want to sit at the back. I just want to hide myself. Uh, pride. It's pride. I listen what I'm saying. I listen what I'm saying. Yes. It's called false humility. In my book, The Voice of Honor is there. And then I think one of my other books, I also said it. It is pride. I think advice, counsel to young ministers or something. I mean, when people try to promote you and you force yourself to be demoted, it means you are proud. You see yourself so, so big that you want to choose what you want. You want to choose where you want to be. Rather than 
what men have decided to elevate you to be. Do you understand what it means? It's like you have gotten, you have written an exam, you have gotten 17, you said, I don't want 17. Who do you think you are to say you don't want 17? 17 now, yeah. You understand? You go to a place and say, oh, man of God, we have, we have a front seat. You say, oh, don't worry, I believe you. If you believe in you, stay or sit in front. It's a sign they want to honor you, but because of your false humility, you want to do that. So they say, oh, he, he's, he's humble or he's pride. Most of the time, when I see certain people, and they are doing certain things, I, I see pride. You go and see a young minister, he's going to some of his father, then he deliberately kneel down in public. Are you with me? So that people will see and take pictures and post them. So they hey, AFM is humble. He even nailed down to this preacher. He did it to take a picture. So that people will say that he's humble. Are you with me? Are you following what I'm saying? And that is it all. That is what, what is there. When you deliberately underestimate yourself below others. I follow what I'm saying. It's like, it's like oh, in this ministry, you know that I'm your father. Do you understand? We go to a place, or somebody comes and says, Oh, we are all the same. You know, you are for a pride. Eh? I listen to what I'm saying. Then, uh, oh, he's our father. So, oh, that'd be a little crazy. for a inferiority complex. And proud people, I'm saying all this thing about pride, so that you learn something. And proud people easily get offended because they have a certain ideology and a certain perceptions about themselves and how they should be treated and how they should be seen. When you do otherwise, they feel like you can't do this to me. Who, who do, do, I don't know if you understand what I mean. But no matter who you are, somebody will look down on you. Are you with me? Just um, two days ago, I was with Apostle Pascal. We went to VIP station. I was going to take something for him. And the woman, the lady there, now she didn't know any of us. She didn't know who Pascal was. didn't know who I was. Are you with me? And I was chatting with her. I mean, she was being harsh to us. Okay? She was being harsh to us. And I was laughing. And even the laughing too, she got offended. <laughs> I mean, she was talking to her. We went and stood there. No one, she was working on someone. No, it was a lie. When we got to our tent, she left. I was roaming around. And I was still standing, waiting for her. And then, I mean, she, was, she wasn't being, you know. Then I was there. Then Apostle 2 was making a call. Then later, she came over. I mean, then she, when she started talking, she was talking some way. I realized that maybe someone had already offended her. She wanted to pour it on us. You understand? But I'm saying that. I didn't get myself offended because one, I just realized that, oh, anyone can get offended. I can say, hey, do you know who I am? Do you know who he is? I don't know if you get what I mean. <laughs> it got to a point that she needed an ID, and we said, we do, and Apostle said he doesn't have his ID, it's in the car. And I said, he has one on his phone, he'll bring it out. Then Apostle asked, will you take ID? And I said, yeah, they do take ID. He said, do you work here? That's what the lady asked me. I said, oh, I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> then we were all laughing. I mean, but I could have said, do you know who I am? I'm a prophet. I can curse you and you'll die tomorrow. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> look, every look, even God cried, they insult him. I mean, who I say, even God, they insult God. Okay, so you are nobody for no one to say that you will not be insulted, and people will not look down on you, and people will not say bad things about you to your face, and some taxi driver will not say something to you, and someone, so I mean. 
when you understand that you can be offended, you will not allow people to offend you when at that time you shouldn't be offended. I would make but pride will make you see yourself too big that you can't be offended. That you, you are someone no one can say anything to you. So people get offended because of what? Pride. Why is it that you, you are my son and I can't talk to you? I can't advise you. Are you with me? Why are you my son and I can't tell you to stop doing this thing? And you, you are offended. And you call another son to go and discuss me with him. Eh? <laughs> eh, pride, though. It's what? It's pride. You should be sad. When your father rebukes you, you should, you should, you should be happy and sad. It's called happy sad. You are happy and at the same time you are sad. Because you are sad because you have been a fool. That's why you were corrected. And then you should be happy because you are being saved from the day of destruction. But when people join a ministry, they join a church, they join an organization, because of pride, they don't want to be corrected. They don't want to be seen that they are wrong. They've done something and they are wrong and they need to correct their ways. So the moment you draw the attention to the fact that, hey God, this thing you did is wrong, they get offended. Then they stop coming to church on certain times of the day. Hey, do you know that I'm even planning, I'm even planning a dawn church meeting. Somebody said dawn. Will you come or you come? Hmm. Don't pray as well. Don't what? Wait and see. You take, a, you leave your house at 4 a.m. You get because it's 5 a.m., 4:30 a.m. So three. When you are going to Accra, don't you don't you wake up at morning? Do, do you say, "Oh, I'm Roberts on the road"? Do you say that? Don't don't meet us. So. You know, Friday after the liberation, we are going to have meetings. So family meeting today break home. Yeah. Because if I leave you and you go, maybe some thief will meet you on the road and take your phone. So after the meeting, we will let the, the visitors go and sleep. Then we, the church members, we will stay and have a long meeting. A long what? A long what? Till daybreak. Yeah. Hey, what is playing? I said, which, what causes offenses? Pride. 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 Pride on the side of the offendee and on the side of the offender. Because usually sometimes, most of the times, proud people like, they just enjoy offending people. Are you aware? <laughs> are you aware of that? Proud people are bullies. Are you aware of that? People who are proud, they, they enjoy offending people but they want they don't want to be offended they talk to people anyhow they can insult you at will hey please don't go and pick the call who is it it should call you after church are you are you following what i'm saying are you with me yeah 
Now from today, no one should pick a call when I'm, in, I'm preaching. The moment I'm preaching, no one should get up from his chair and go anywhere. Are you listening to me? You get up, I'm preaching, and that's the time you are going to drink water. You are going. If you go, stay at the back. Don't come again. Stay outside there till I finish preaching. Sunday, make that announcement again. And even Friday. I said, I'm copying Bishop Doug. Is that not what I said? Yeah. When Bishop Doug is preaching, the moment he holds the microphone, no, every movement ceases. No one goes anywhere. No one comes. Jesus <laughs> Hey. I said, we move here, dear. It was a better said, Drain. Oh, someone said, Ush. Yeah. When people are proud, they enjoy bullying people, they enjoy offending people. When people are proud, they enjoy it. They don't see anything wrong with it. Talking to people anyhow, treating people anyhow, molesting people, bullying people. When people see themselves that they are better than people, eh, they are easily offend people. Do you understand? Are you with me? Yes. Do you have any questions? Okay. Point what? Point three. People get offended when we are different from them. Or when they are different from you. People get offended when we are different from them. Or they get offended because we are different from them. That's it. When or because we are different from them. Hey. Do you understand? They get offended because of what? Because we are different from them. This is AFM Podcast. We will be right back. We will be right back. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service. Between the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday, between the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Locate us in Kono region, Sunyani Ashura, the police checkpoint, that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith, mission, global assembly. The glory is here. Welcome back to AFM Podcast. Now the message continues. Now, people get offended when they when they see that you are different from them. Your approaches, the way you do your things, the way you handle your life, the way you dress, the way you behave, the way you talk is different from the way they talk. They will easily get offended. Are you following what I'm saying? And we also get offended when we see that people are doing things that are different from how we do things. Are you following me? Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, one of the causes of offense is what? It's called difference. Somebody said difference. Somebody said difference. For instance, if you come to our church or you come to our ministry, the FM family, you find out that we do certain things in a certain way. You can go to another ministry and realize that they also do certain things in a different way. Do you understand? So, if someone comes from a different ministry here and he sees how we are doing things, the person may get offended. Be like, ah, why are they doing it like that? Why do we have to walk and put the offering bowl inside? Shouldn't, we, shouldn't they bring it to us? <laughs> are you with me? Yeah, shouldn't they bring it to us? 
or when we are doing our communion service, you realize that we bring it to you. Some church, you have to be in a line and be singing. Kiss him for no. Amen. So, when there is difference, and I'm about most of me hundred. When there is difference, people easily get offended, and this is why it is difficult for a man and a woman to live together. Because a man is not a woman, and a woman is not a man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, when you enter a relationship with a person, understand that the person is not you, and you are not the person. Uti. You are not born in the same house the person was born in. I listen to me. You didn't eat the same food you, the, the person ate when the person was young. You are having different backgrounds, different mindsets, and the two of you have agreed. That's why I said, for this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and shall go and be with his wife. And the two shall become one. The one that means the two shall agree. Why do you have to agree? You agree because there are differences. Are with me? There is never an agreement outside of difference. It means that they, we have our differences, but despite our differences, we have still agreed that we are going to be together. Are you with me? Take do you have breasts? Are you sure you, you don't have breasts? You don't have breasts. You don't have big bottles. Now, if it happens that you are in a relationship with a lady who has breasts. Hey! And big bottles. Do you guys say, hey! Look at your bottle. Why is your bottle big like that? Ah, why is your breast? It look at mine. It's flat. Mine is flat. And yours is big. Why should it be big? Do you do that? Do you do that? Why? Because they are different from you. Are you with me? Now say that for me. Your understanding of how people think and behave will save you from many offenses in this life. And that will lead us, lead us to our next point, point four. Are you following me? People were raised from different, different backgrounds. People are doing different, different things. For instance, I'm a prophet, all right, okay? I'm a what? I'm a prophet and I heard God tell me that Michael teach them. I heard what? So, if every meeting I'm, I'm not teaching and I'm rather, uh, I have a power. You people have spoiled this play. You have to paint it back. White, black. Huh. So I have, I have, I have. Mr. Backdrop, I'm going to fix it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? What was I saying? I'm a prophet though. But if every meeting, Sunday I'm prophesying, it means I'm disobeying God. Because God said, I heard God. And as a prophet, you hear God, you do it. Is that not true? Is that not true? That's a sign of a true prophet though. Look, it's very difficult for me to, to, to not want to prophesy. Hey. Because it's sweet though. If I were to be prophesying, this, be, this place would have been full with fake members. Do you see that? They are the ones who have issues with you. See how pastor's wife is. She doesn't like people and all those things. Are you with me? Hey. So if you are a, a prophet 
or if you're a man of God and you see me and you see how I'm doing it, don't just get offended because you feel like, ah, is he not supposed to be prophesying? Why is he teaching? Have you ever seen a prophet who is teaching? Are you better than Moses? Are you better than Jesus? Are you better than Isaiah? Jeremiah? Daniel? Hosea? Amos? Habakkuk? Zephaniah? Malachi? Eh? Are you better than Jesus? He spent more time teaching people. Because when I die, people won't remember my prophecies. They will remember my teachings. And I know I can die anytime. When I die, may my legacy live after me. That people's lives were transformed through the words that I spoke. The things I spoke, not just the prophecies alone, the instructions, the teachings, the doctrines my conduct, my way of life. But without an understanding, you will always become offended because you think I am different from you. It's true, I'm different from you. Are you with me? So why do people get offended? Because we are different. And that's why men must learn to understand women. And women must also learn to understand men. A man is not another woman. And a woman is not another man. If the two of you don't have that understanding, you have a lot of issues every day because the man. Look, you can ask my wife. Anytime I'm doing something, she talks, I don't hear. You can ask her. <laughs> Me, if I, this is the thing I'm doing, everything you say is nonsense. I'm not hearing it. It's not like I've heard, oh, my mind is not there. But woman, a woman can have a baby at the back. At the same time, she's making a call. At the same time, she's stirring some stew. And she's checking rice on, on it. Do you understand? They are equipped for multitasking. Men are not equipped for multitasking. Huh? <laughs> you give him a baby, you give him food, you burn the food, or you burn the baby. So if a woman thinks that, eh, you are... It's, a, it's because of a lack of understanding. And that's why I'm saying that in order for you to be able to Live a life where you are not becoming bitter and offended easily. You must come to understand. And you understand people through knowledge. Through what? Through what? That's why you must go for books. Go for what? Books. True knowledge. Hey. That's why it's not easy for people to offend me. No matter what they do. Some people can do certain things and I, I, I will just be watching them in a way. Because when you are young, there's a way you behave. When you are struggling, there's a way you behave. Are you aware? When you, do you know that old, when you are old and you are, you are struggling, you easily get offended by successful people? So some of you do have having parents who have never built a house. I mean, they are beaten by life, eh? They are angry at all successful people on TV. They are angry at pastors. Watch their lies. If I'm lying, say I'm lying. It's not true. So, every age level, when they are young too and they don't have jobs, they blame pastors, they blame uh, politicians. <laughs> I listen to what I'm saying. So, an understanding of how, why people behave the way they do will save you a lot of offenses and anger. You burst anger. Then you pour everything. You curse people. And the understanding of it will save you from a lot of things. 
Are you following me? Are you with me? So I said, we get offended because we are different from people and people are different from us. And I told offenses are part of life. We all get offended, okay? But when it sinks down to our heart, that's where the danger comes. Are you aware? Yes. Is this thing working now? Okay. Point four. People get offended because of their temperament. People get offended because of their temperament. I don't know, but because of their temperament. How many of you have heard that word before? Temperament. I'm not going to be teaching it today, but I just want to give you a, a brief. Go and look it up. Go and search on temperament. And get this book, Why You Act, you act the Way You Do by Tim LaHaye. It's the best on temperaments. Now, we have four kinds of temperaments. We have the sanguine. The sanguine. Sanguine. S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E. The sanguine. The sanguine. The sanguine. Have you written sanguine? We have the phlegmatic. Phlegmatic. P H. Phlegmatic. P H L E G M A T I C. The phlegmatic. Have you written that? We have the choleric. The choleric. Choleric. C H O L E R I C. The choleric. Choleric. And the fourth one is the melancholic. Melancholic. M E L A N C H O L I C. The melancholic. Melancholic. The melancholic. All right. Now. I came across temperaments when I was in, when I graduated from SHS, okay? And I was just strolling through the internet and I came across the four temperaments. I said, hey, what is this? And I bounced and I, I fell in love. I think I loved it. So I just read, 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 and I got the book, Why Act the Way You Do. And I read it back to back again and again and again. Do you know you write, your handwriting is based on your, your temperament? <laughs> the way you walk, the way you laugh, the way you talk, okay? Yes. Now, somebody just coined these names, but that's how God created all of us. Okay? Now, let me ask you a question. When you enter an office, who are the people you first noticed? notice? The talkatives. Eh? They may be in some office, but yeah, She's not shy that someone wearing a nice suit is talking about Fufu one city. Eh? A meat one city. She's not shy about it. Because you have heard of a, a sanguine. Sanguines are the talkatives. They are, they are friends. I mean, they easily become friends with anyone. Anyone can be their friend. They easily become friends with people and they easily become enemies. Today they are your friend. The next day they are offended by something. You are already fighting with them. 
and they go and tell, talk to people about about you. Hey, you did this and all of that, and because of that, now I'm angry. I've decided I won't be able to relate with him again, and all of that. Then, the next week we see them again. They are in your house. They have come to eat banku and okro soup, and they will carry some of the okro soup to their house. <laughs> hey, hey, okro stew there. Come on, yeah, me something come on me my. Is that come to your fear ground? Come to your mom. I mean, she's not shy. Your husband is seated there, but she's not shy. She's not ashamed. That's a sanguine. A sanguine can easily offend you because they will comment on everything. Ah, not the other day. I'm paying you to say what are they? Times are That's a sanguine. In public, you will easily become offended. But oh no no, now drink call won't say he is offending you because for them, <laughs> their mouth cannot sleep. Are you with me? Sanguines, their mouth doesn't sleep. Is always online. Eh? Be, oh, before they, they realize they've said it. That's a sanguine. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. And they easily cry. They are the ones that when we are worshiping, they are lying down, they are jumping, they are rolling on the floor, and they are crying tears. The next moment, they are sending Shatawali songs. They are, they are the same people who are jumping around. <laughs> That's sanguine. Everything goes for the every food they eat, everything they like. Hey. Most sanguines don't know how to dress. It's because, because they, 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 they are not prone to attention. I mean, they don't get time to learn one thing. They hear everything. And so by the end of the day, you realize that, Charlie, they've not gotten time to learn one thing. Are you with me? Now, one person can be two, have two temperaments. One is dominant and another. Almost every one of us has two. Aha. Uh-huh. So you can be a sanguine and be a choleric. Okay, so the second one I gave you was what? Phlegmatic. Phlegmatics are there. We don't want trouble. We will like everyone. Everyone is our friend. We don't want to have issues with anyone. Do you see those people? They are quiet. They are gentle. If you tell them do this, they are doing it. If you say do this, they are doing it. If you give them this assignment, that's what they are doing till the day they die. You come and meet them and say, ah, you are still here. I say, yeah, so uh, they told me to do it. And I don't want, you know me, I don't want to have issues with this person. Uh, and you, when we were in school, you saw those slow lecturers. They will be teaching and you are sleeping. Those are cholerics. The, 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 the phlegmatics. Phlegmatic comes from the word phlegm. You see that? Phlegm is some way. Slime is some way. Uh-huh. So those are the phlegmatics. And the phlegmatics, they easily get offended with extroverts and um, extroverts. People talk and they, they easily get offended. They can cry. If you make one statement, they can cry. Ah. I mean, are you with me? <laughs> they can cry over something. You just say, ah, this thing, come on, get away. Ah, what is that? They will cry for one month. <laughs> and if care is not taken, they will even say, me. Because he said, I will never do that again. Me, I won't call you again. <laughs> because that's some phlegmatic. They don't want to have issues. I mean, they don't want to have troubles. I, I with me. They are the ones they sang that song for. That song was written for phlegmatics. I mean, phlegmatics would never have issues. They will never have issues. Hey. <laughs> because for them, they are always quiet and gentle and they are easygoing. 
And phlegmatics, we put them in accounting areas where they just, just enter, enter things. Are you with me? Aha, uh-huh. and administration, those kind of things. And then the kind of people we put at um, receptions, okay, as sanguines. The more you get there, they will talk to you like you have been their friend for 10 years. Are you with me? Aha. Uh-huh. So that's what, when they are selecting jobs, okay, they look at all these things. Your temperament. Are you following me? They select, like church protocol and ushers. We use sanguines for ushers and protocols. They are easily, I mean, they easily become friends before you. The way they will treat you and laugh with you and smile. I think they've known you for 10 years, but they're just meeting you. Are you with me? You may be eating and they'll put their hands in, their, in your food. But the phlegmatics, they should go and play, play drums and keyboard. <laughs> yeah, Philip and Cole, they should go and play drums and keyboard. Have you seen that? Yeah. So, phlegmatics easily get offended. Easily. Because they want the whole world to have a certain way. And ep- <laughs> Are you with me? Are you following what I'm saying? Everything should be calm. When it's not, hey! No, 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 no. <laughs> so people get offended because of what? Their temperaments. And people also cause offenses because of their temperament. Then the cholerics. Do you know the cholerics? The soldiers in the house. Okay? Have you seen those kind of people? I mean, they are hard. They are like madmen. They don't respect anyone. They appear like they are proud, arrogant people. They never take instructions. They are, they are bullies. You get those kind of people. You know those people. Uh-huh. Those are cholerics. And they like talking power too. In their heart, I mean, they are like soldiers. They are cholerics. Those are cholerics. And those people, like, they are the ones that offend more than any other person. Okay? Yes. If you have a choleric who is a class captain, a course rep, oh, you are in trouble. You bully all the people in the class. Are you with me? So, cholerics are the hard people. And they are the ones that are usually the best of leaders, the cholerics, because they are able to drive the people. Are you following me? Who carry a minty? They are the cholerics. Are you with me? Uh-huh. And they, are, they have been seen over years to have been the best of leaders. Cholerics. Are you with me? Yes, the cholerics are the, the best of leaders. They, they, they have a certain kind of drive. Like, let's take president's example. Um, the late flight lieutenant Jerry Jorolis is a choleric. Then he's slapping you. A president is slapping people. Do you see that? Aha, uh-huh, that's a choleric. Then, Amina Minkoni, you know who, who we are talking about. Uh, <laughs> I want to speak some infantry, but the infantry is not coming. Atamus is a phlegmatic. Do you see that? Aha, uh-huh. that's a phlegmatic. They, they, they don't want trouble. They don't. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. so the phlegmatic for no, no. Uh, yeah. So the cholerics are the soldiers in the house. They are the bullies, they disturb. If you have a child who's a choleric, you may not be able to control that child. <laughs> uh, it's possible that Nanadu could be. Nanadu could be a sanguine. Yeah. Amen. 
So the collaries are the, 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 the strong guys. They have a certain kind of drive. Then the last group are the melancholics. The melancholics are the perfectionists. The thing must be this way. Have you seen that as I hold the microphone, I've complained about a number of things. Have you seen that? I said the carpet is not well. As soon as I saw this, I said, ah, you have to paint this place again. <laughs> have you seen that? While I was preaching again, I said the backdrop must be fixed again. Do you see that? <laughs> melancholics are perfectionists. I mean, um, it has been discovered that the greatest of prophets that have ever existed were melancholics. And the, the best of scientists and inventors were melancholics. Melancholics have a certain way they see life. And they have a certain way they want life to be. Okay? If it's not that way, they don't want it. If a melancholic say, I want to buy this thing, they don't get it, they don't buy it again. Are you with me? And so if you live around a melancholy, you easily get offended. Because of their perfectionist nature. If it, for me, I've learned to accommodate all kinds of people because I know it. So sometimes when the melancholy is coming online, I say, like, I should have insulted. When I saw it, I should have insulted. That's what a melancholy, but when I said, so you have to paint it again. You see that? Aha, uh -huh, but I didn't insult. Do you understand? So that's how I've learned to control my melancholy. If not, no one would have been able to live with me because melancholism is perfectionism. And that is a very dangerous thing. But I think God gave it to us so that we can have people who set things the way they should be. Are you with me? Because without melancholics, our world would not be in order. If you have a melancholic leader, things will always be in the right place. And that is the difficult because they will always offend you. You will do some. You when you are there, so melancholic. Don't ever forget it. You, if you live with a melancholic, you, one day you get up and you say, "Of all the things I've done for you, you, you are who is that when you saw that?" Because melancholic is when you saw that. Are you with me? If I'm buying the whole world, you complain. Why didn't you add the moon to it? Because you know that if it is night, there will be no light. The sun has to reflect on the moon. But you bought me the world, you didn't buy the moon. How will I be able? The moon too must be part of it. I mean, those, so they will easily offend. Are you with me? They will see every fault. They see every mistake. They see every fault. They notice everything. And, and because of that, also melancholics are easily offended because they see almost every wrong. And if you are not careful, you will complain about everything. You will be offended by everything. Because you expect people to be like you. Are you following me? So me, my knowledge of it is because of my knowledge of that, that I am not a critic. I should have been a serious critic. Because aside my melancholism, I'm also a genius. You understand? I mean, I'm, my brain is, is hyper-intelligent. It's not something that I'm bra bragging about, but it's something that I know. Like, am I not wearing dark space? Yeah. I know it. So, I should have been a serious critic because I see every mistake. If I were to be the one to paint this place, I wouldn't have painted. This place wouldn't have been like this. I mean it. This white, white thing. When I see it, I, it irritates me. The white things that are on the metals, it, it, it is doing something to me. <laughs> are you with me? I see every single mistake. That's melancholism. So if I'm not careful, everyone will offend me. And that's why if care is not taken, I can't live with anyone. That's why melancholists don't easily get married. Eh? They don't so enter a relationship. 30 years, he's still waiting for the right person. He's afraid that if I'm not careful, I may end up in the wrong relationship. And because of that, I don't want to Make a mistake. 
And me, in order to conquer my melancholism, I, I made it. I said, me, I'm married. I'll just close my eyes and do like this and choose. And I'm going. <laughs> so that's how most of the times I do my thing. So I said, let's go. If we fail, we fail. We are not the first person to fail. I was me. Yeah. We are not the first person to fail. And that's my ideology. And I use it to conquer perfectionism and the, the, the disposition of not starting anything. Are you with me? For instance, if I said I was going to wait to raise about 70000 to buy a land around this place, we would have never bought a land. You see that? Because perfect, perfectionists, if you like, but I went and bought it in a farm. Are you with me? And we are building it where? In a farm. <laughs> are you with me? Because I've learned to conquer that sense, oh, that sense, in a way, but not all of it. Do you understand? Huh. So, people get offended because of what? Their temperament, the way they see life, the way they do things, the way they talk, the way they behave, they get offended by it. So if you are sanguine and you talk too much, me, a perfectionist, I may easily get angry with you. You'll be talking, I say, ah, this guy wants to keep quiet. And then sanguines, they will reply. Are you away? They will they reply. I mean, a stranger is, you, before you realize, it will burst into a serious fight. <laughs> it's simply because of temperament. That's all. That's all. Are you with me? Temperament. Tem, so, so, people get offended because of what? They are temperaments. Somebody say temperaments. Hey. And this is why you have to go and learn more into temperament so that you don't get offended so easily. So when I'm working with people and they, they do something, I just watch them and I laugh. And when I tell people to do certain things and they don't do it, I just overlook it as a phlegmatic for them. You have to keep reminding them. I have one in my house. You have to remind her. Uh, hey, did I say something? <laughs> uh, but I didn't mention anybody's name. Did I mention somebody's name? No. Yeah, you have to, after one year, I have to go back and remind and say, do you remember this thing? I, I, I told you to do this. Have you done? I said, oh, uh, okay. Then the next moment, they are on it. They see that. And they are doing it. One month later, they will forget. <laughs> Somebody say, yeah. Somebody say, yes. <laughs> Last point. People get offended because Satan enters them. Satan enters them. This is AFM Podcast. We will be right back. We will be right back. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service within the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday within the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Locate us in Kunu region, Sunyani Ashura, the police checkpoint, that your life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith, mission, global assembly. The glory is here. Welcome back to AFM Podcast. Now the message continues. Because Satan entered. Luke 22 verse 1 to 4. Can somebody read for me? Because Satan enters them. 22 verse 1 to 4. Luke 22 verse 1 to 4. Uh-huh. Let's go. Now the feast of unleavened bread did what? It drew near. Uh-huh. Which is called the Passover. So the chief priest sought how they may kill Jesus. Uh-huh. 
For they fear the people. Then entered Satan into Judas. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Amen. And when you keep reading, you find out that Jesus was dining with them all. Eh? And was chatting. Ah, then the guy got offended. He said, Charlie, I know that you're offended. Now get up and go and do what you want to do. Hey. People get offended. A certain kind of offense comes into people when Satan enters them. When Satan does what? Let me say, make a very powerful statement. Let me remove my ducks. <laughs> Are you following me? Many of the things people do, okay, are caused by demons. Anytime you see an inconsistent behavior in a man, know that there is a demonic operation. Look, people don't just get up and dress naked and walk in town. People don't just get up and become gays. Are you listening to me? And lesbians. People don't just get up and start behaving in a certain way unless a demon has found expression in them. Are you listening to me? You can't work with someone for how many years? Three years. And betray him for, the, for him to be killed. He never did anything against you. At least. If he had done something against you, it's different. But for jealousy and envy that he was celebrated more than you. No. You can't do that. Unless Satan has entered a man. And the Bible says that when Satan entered him, he was offended by Jesus. And he went out and sought how he could help the chief priests and the Pharisees to betray Jesus, to kill Jesus. I follow what I'm saying. So anytime you begin to walk in gross insubordination and gross offenses, you must know that Satan has entered you. And I want you to know, I used to think that Satan can enter Christians. That's why I removed my, my glasses. I used to think that Satan can enter Christians, but after a thorough study, I realized that Christians can be possessed. Are you listening to me? No, I know you can't handle it. <laughs> Look, I used to have a belief that I, I have read books, I mean, I mean, I, and it's popular, that Christians can be possessed, but they can be what? Inflicted by demons, okay? Inflicted. To inflict means they are doing you, they are doing you, they are poking your body, they are touching your body, they are touching your body, they are touch, that's inflicting. But I don't think so. It goes beyond that. Eh? Have you seen Christians do wild things against their will? To be possessed means that your, your will is being controlled by an external force. Are you with me? Have you... Raise your hand if there's ever been a time in your life where you have done something against your own will and you know the thing you did was bad. Raise your hand. Let me see. Hey, so I'm, only the, I'm the only righteous person here. I'm the only sinner. <laughs> Are you with me? I follow what I'm saying. That's what we refer to as possession. It means that 
a mind something that is controlling your mind to do something negative against your will is a possession and I can prove over and over again with New Testament scriptures when Paul is saying that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit lives in our body anytime we use our body we allow licentiousness lasciviousness we allow fornication we allow, we allow lies to begin to rule our bodies do you know what we are doing demons are taking control over the body and they are possessing the body so that Paul said we should not allow our bodies to become what? Instruments of... What does it mean to be an instrument? When it becomes an instrument, what, is, what has it become? It has been possessed. It means that your body has now become the avenue of Satan's... Um, effects. I mean, your body has become the vehicle Satan is using to destroy another man. I would mean, have you seen in a ministry where... A pastor, a, a, an associate pastor can just rise and fight the ministry. I, have you seen that before? A demonic possession. A demons. Previously, the same people were there. They were nice. They are possessed. No matter who they are, they are what? They are possessed. The only way we can deal with them is to lay hands on them and command that spirit to come out of it, out of them. Have you watched some videos where somebody like Apostle Joshua John Suleiman? in line, go are praying for pastors and they are confessing. Have you seen some before? That's what I mean. I'm saying that uh, we can lay hands on pastors and demons will come out of them. Don't be surprised. And sometimes we try to use our theology. Have you not seen Christians in church that we lay hands and demons started coming out? If you have a lying tongue, it's a demon. A lying tongue is a demon. I mean, we can lay hands uh, and command that demon to come out and the demon will come out. And from there, you won't lie again. That's why gays and lesbians are possessed. We can only deal with them not by quarantine or those kind of things, by counseling. We lay hands on them, we cast the devil out. Are you following me? And people get offended because they are what? They are possessed. They are possessed. Satan has entered them. May Satan not enter you to be offended in this ministry. Can I get an amen? Hey, the way you are doing your amen, I'm angry like that. Oh. You make me offended. Oh. <laughs> Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. I pray right now and I clap my hands. Satan has no grounds over my life to be offended in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Pray. Retu Sata. Mandaragabada Brakasataya. Lembrekebera Sabarabata Kataya. Rambalakabarabada Kapabara Sataya. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Zuka Banda Lese Donga Paradia. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray. Manala, Sandala, Bambala, Bambala. Bambala, 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 Bambala. 
pray manda kalata zila kalata zile kalata mala kalata bala kalata bele kalava zalapa menaka rabata belata balata linde de 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 rondo do randa da banda da branda da branda de branda da randa da randa de randa da randa da randa de randa da randa da remba da pray 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 beda sata in the name of Jesus. I want to pray this prayer. Another reason why people get offended is because of tribal differences. Tribal differences. Have you seen how the moment someone does, I say, hey, in tough word here, so I'm not here. Have you seen that before? Yeah, tribal differences. Every tribe has the way they behave, the way they conduct themselves. That's why they are called a tribe. Okay? Lift up your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. I will not be possessed to be offended by tribal differences. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Zika tambra kabanda samba bara sadaya. Rebebele bebebe brebele kapambara dabalaba. Repambala balabalaba. Repambala balabalaba. Repambala balabalaba. Repembele belebeleba. Rapambala balabalaba, Rapambala balabalaba, Rapambala balabalaba, Rapambala balabalaba, Rapaya Sanda Kabalaba, Lekambala, Lekambala, Lekabala, 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 Rapambala, Lepambala, 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 Rapambala, Lepambala, Rapambala, Lepambala, in the name of Jesus. Causes of offenses. People get offended when they are rejected. When they are rejected, they get offended. I would mean. When people are rejected, they get offended. And they begin to rebel. And they begin to behave in a certain way. When they are rejected. Place your hand on your head. Say in the name of Jesus. I will not be rejected. I will not be rejected. I refuse to be rejected. I will be accepted in the name of Jesus. When they choose one lady over the other, then somebody gets angry and offended that they choose somebody and left the person. People also get offended because they are cheated. When they feel cheated. When they feel cheated. When they feel cheated. They get offended. May you not be cheated. May you not be cheated. In every area of your life that you have been cheated. May you be restored. 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 Receive restoration. In the name of Jesus. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Begin to give God thanks. Begin to give God thanks. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. 
speak in tongues speak in tongues May God multiply us. May we be multiplied in tenfold, in hundredfold, in a thousandfold, thousand times, thousand times blessing. I declare over, over your life a thousand year blessing, ten year blessing is coming on your life right now. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Receive it now. A thousand year blessing. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. I prophesy financial blessing. Receive it. Financial blessing. Receive it. Receive, receive it in the name of Amen. We know that this broadcast has been a blessing unto you. Worship with us this and every Wednesday, 6 a.m. The Bible teaching session. This and every Friday, Friday prayer and prophetic service within the hours of 6 30 p.m. and Sunday within the hours of 8 a.m. And we know that your life will never be the same. Locate us in Bunu region, Sunyani Ashura, the Holy Spirit, that your life. Life will never be the same. Hallelujah, faith, mission, assembly. The glory is here.